0: Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me. Who's your daddy? Not me, because I pulled out. John Wayne, that's right. Back again in Wayne Manor, nestled in the East Wing in the Library of Evil, where I uh, cook up all of my... uh, evilness, uh, if you will, uh, including this podcast here, uh, welcome, thank you for joining me again this week, I, of course, have a big cup of coffee in my drink coffee, hell, Satan mug, thanks, Kristen, uh, uh, Alicia, uh, Alicia, uh, wow, I am, I have the grandpappy's medicine, as you can see, I can't even fucking say people's names, right, uh, Kristen Alicia stamps, shouts out, uh, but no, I got the bottle bong, uh, hype, peep, peeping, piping, hot, full bowl of, uh, this excellent weed that you know if you watch my instagram story at john wayne is dead by the way if you don't follow i uh i posted this yesterday so i had a uh a, a guardian i a, mean an angel if you will a weed fairy if you will just stop by my house to drop me off some weed a couple of buds that they were like you'll appreciate this and i was like well thank you so much uh again that that r- confidential uh that will remain confidential. Who it is, I don't want to put anybody on blast that doesn't want to be. But it was, uh, God damn it, I forget what it was called, like Reggae Boy or something like that. Man, it is good. It's tasty. Uh, I love it. It's uh, it's definitely doing me right. I'll, I'll have to look up the the name and bring it up later in another segment if I can remember. Uh, but it was a great strain. So I've got this awesome weed that I'm smoking this morning. I got ice cold Topo Chico and my coffee. Like I said. And, uh, you know, as I'm recording this, I just would say happy uh, Father's Day to all you daddies out there, daddies, daddies, daddy, Max, Mac daddies, daddy come lately, baby daddy, uh, who's your daddy, 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 daddy daycares, all you daddies out there, uh, happy day to you, as well as uh, shouts out to uh, my father, uh, my father, Bill, happy Faza's day, uh, but it doesn't, like, he's not like he listens to this, so it doesn't matter, but... Here it is. Uh, it is Father's Day. I am not a father, just so you know. Let's not start uh, putting any of that evil on me. I appreciate that. But, um, you know, if you are out there, I hope you had a good Father's Day. I'm recording, of course, on Father's Day. I'm I'm going up to uh, see my Faza here uh, this afternoon, as soon as I'm done recording, pretty much, and uh, spend a little bit of time with him, and then I'm going to go to my wife's parents' house and uh, spend some time with her dad, D-Dog, D-Dog D, If you as, if you will. Um, who i uh, enjoy a great deal, so that's uh you know that 's what today is father's day, whatever get a card or do something nice or or whatever uh for your dad if you love him if not, tell him to go fuck himself and that 's what I say uh not to my dad, but i 'm just saying that's what you can say to your dad but uh sometimes I can tell my dad to go fuck himself, but it's cool anyway uh back on topic here um you know it's been uh it's been a pretty pretty decent week another week here in in uh semi quarantine uh, first of all, huge, major, crazy shouts out to all of my Patreon uh, supporters out there, guys! Shouts out, thank you so much, uh, and a special shouts out to a new, our newest Patreon member, Mr. Oscar Garcia. What's up, OG? I'm looking. He's about to start some OG a- HVAC. I'll be pimping the shit out of that when that happens. Oscar, I love you to death. Thank you so much, sir, for your your support and my love to you and your family and uh, your little daughter and everything. It's great. So um, thank you so much. If you would like to join my my Patreon, just go on over, check out what I got going on. It's at Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead. And uh, any tier that you join gets you uh, a lot of goodies uh, every month that come with it. Plus, you get any tier gets you access to the other podcast I do called the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, which also comes out every Monday. It's on my Patreon. Um, So if you join up, you'll get access to all the back episodes I have. I'm on episode 27 now, I believe. Uh, I've got great guests and, um, you know, great friends that I talk to on there that are involved in all aspects of the arts, like across so many different, uh, you know, mediums and realms and dimensions and I just I I really love it I get a lot of enjoyment out of doing that podcast um and talking to those people uh as well as I do this as well but that serves a different purpose because I'm actually conversing with people uh and not losing my mind um you know because that helps me not to do that while we're stuck, while well, I've still been stuck in this craziness. Uh, but yeah, so check out my Patreon. You get all kinds of good stuff. If you just want to give a one-time donation, you, you don't want to commit to anything, that's cool. You can do that there as well. Uh, but it, as long, if you listen to the podcast here, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate all and any support and love from everybody out there. Thank you so much. It's especially a, it's a helped lately. So um, yeah, just go over there, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead, and I will hook you up up so uh that out of the way um you know this week again like okay so i live in texas as i as you know or or may not know h-town if you will third coast dirty third purple drank all that good stuff and uh paul wall shouts out and um dj screw shouts out and the thing is is that you know texas is you know and i know a lot of you who are listening in in other non-texas states are probably like oh texas i yeah, I've been reading some stuff, but you probably don't talk in a southern accent. Oh, I've been reading some weird stuff about Texas. Um, Yeah, I, I mean, Texas has always been kind of, uh, you know, whatever. Sometimes, you know, it doesn't seem like we're doing the right uh, best decisions of all time. But that also is kind of like the spirit of Texas is this like, yeah, but, you know, we need to temper that spirit a little bit or at least kind of tailor it to this situation because... You know, I'm not somebody, I don't really follow the news. I'm not a news watcher. I don't, I just don't enjoy it. Plus, I I also have this, I live under the assumption of being lied to at all times. So uh, that especially keeps me from wanting to even look at the news. However, with everything that's been going on, you know, I do check in from time to time. And, and, uh, you know, there's different as far as the COVID nineteen stuff, there's different stories. You know, that you see people out partying and doing all kinds of shit. I'm seeing people like I saw somebody at a restaurant with like at a tent top they had. Uh no masks, nobody was wearing masks. The waitresses where nobody was. Um that was in a well, might as well be our fucking cousin, Florida. Um so yeah, and, and and now you're reading Florida is one of the going to be the new epicenter for the the outbreaks or whatever, and and cases are going up in in all these states that are, have the most laxed kind of guidelines, which Texas is one of them. So I'm I'm just still kind, it's still wary. I'm I'm being cool. I'm not, you know, Uncle Johnny is doing his best to be as socially conscious as possible out there. I don't really have a lot of places to go uh, outside of the UPS store, which uh, I send all my my books out of for people who order them. So thank you guys for ordering books. You can order books at com slash shop in the shop page. Uh, all kinds of stuff. And I go there, and that's, you know, and I've been going to the coffee shop, Slowpoke, shouts out. But I always wear a mask. Always, always, always. Um, oh, when I go to the corner store, look, the family-owned corner store, to buy my beer every once in a while. Who am I kidding? Every, twice a week at least. So, uh, y- you know. But I'm being careful, and like I said, I uh, again update on the gym. You know, I've been going back to my gym. I work out at an Anytime Fitness, which I like. The and, and the only reason I really like it because there's not. I mean, honestly, as far as gyms go, it's not super blowing the fucking doors off anybody. At least the gym that the one that I go to, it's nice and it's clean and it's got stuff, but it's very small. Like it's it's very small and it's in a strip center next to like a restaurant and like a children's barber shop and some weird old-timey toy store that no i mean why, i don't i don't know but that's where it is so it's pretty fucking small so even if you get like 15 people in there you're you're close you know it's 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 hard to avoid people but what i've been you know i have been diligently anything i use i you know, they have all, all these wipes out everywhere for you. They have, like, paper towels and sanitizer spray. So I wipe off everything before I use it, and then as soon as I'm done, I wipe it off again and go to the next thing, same thing. And that's what I've been doing, all, you know, as I've been going back to the gym. But I have to say, like, you know, it, I, I at least was one, like, one of, if not the only person doing that um, while I was there. I didn't really see anybody wiping shit down, which gives me, you know, makes me even more nervous. It's like, come on dudes. It's like, you know, so what? Maybe, maybe you already had it, or maybe you don't give a fuck about if you get it or not, but, uh, it's not for you, you know? It's, so it's like, be if if you're out there and you're going to your gym, be conscientious and wiping everything down and making sure you're being extra clean. Like I, they have those hand sanitizer things everywhere in the gym now. So you just put your hand under there, just get a little top and, uh, just try to do your best. Uh, I don't wear a mask in there because I can't work out with the mask on. It just, I I tried. It's, it's, I know maybe I'm being a baby. I saw one guy in there wearing a mask working out this week, one dude, and uh, and not doing cardio. See, cardio is where it's going to be the hardest thing, I think, uh, to do a mask. But, you know, like I said, I'm wiping stuff down. I'm not touching anything. I sanitize my hands between each workout or, you know, exercise. I'm trying to do my very, very best. Um, to, to slide back into this. But the only reason I like going there, <clears throat> and I even, um, which I don't agree with, pay a little bit more than I did at my old gym, is to have this 24-7 access to it, right? So I can go in the middle of the night. I can go super-ass early in the morning, like I used to go at 3 o'clock in the morning and shit when I had a day job. Um, that's the only thing I like about this gym. But man, if these people like can't be more socially... They're a trainer, one of the trainers showed up, and he's training a, a dude. Neither of them have masks on, or or gloves, or anything. And they're like, no social distancing. They're right up against each other. You know, doing he's showing in the lifts. They're talking and laughing. I think during those kind of things, you maybe do need to wear a mask if you're going to be tr- getting a trained by the trainer, or at least the trainer should wear one. Be conscientious of that. I don't know. That's that's all I have to say. I don't know what the rules are. I oh I, the rules in te- in Houston actually just uh in Harris County in Houston, which is where I live. They just reinstated uh, mandatory masks in all public zones now. So you have to have a mask if you go in anywhere now. It's, it's not like a recommended thing, at least in Houston and Harris County. But I, I don't know. Like, I keep seeing things about it spreading and that, that makes me worried about the road coming up. You know, am I going to be able to get back out there? Like, like in, in July, as per my schedule is saying right now, I don't know. But... Um, you know, I'm still still dealing with uh, not having much to do. My whole thing, my whole everything, you know, revolves around being around people and going to different places and performing or reading or doing or sell, you know, all of that stuff. And it's all gone right now. But, you know, doing my best day to day. That's all we can do. Uh, but, yeah, so other than that, this week um, I had uh, a very cool um, – thing this was a shout out to my good buddy chris mccormick out there he uh you know i do a card of the day reading every morning a tarot card on my instagram story uh at john is dead again and the other day on friday the card of the day was the moon so i you know did the thing and then chris uh, hit me up and he's like hey it'd be cool if uh you went live to celebrate the moon card with teenage werewolf and that's, uh, a song that Chris and I have on our new digital EP that's out, uh, on our band camp and, and whatever Spotify and all that shit right now. So I was like, oh yeah, um, uh, that is a good idea. So I actually was hanging out, uh, that day on Friday, I was having a, had a couple beers, hanging out with my friend Rahul Rao. shouts out, at Coyote Bloodbath, um, He's putting together a new album uh and our uh other buddy Ned Gale shouts out of F and Rager with Connor and Ned. Uh he's doing some production on it and I've heard two tracks from it and I am uh ve- I'm I'm like, oh hell yeah, this is gonna be good. So I can't wait. So keep keep an eye on uh if you like performance art, music type uh poetry, it's uh it's very cool. Check out Coyote Bloodbath anyway. Uh, so we were drinking beers, and then I started drinking more beers, and then I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I will get on there, and I'm going to see uh, what's up." So I put a you know a little uh, <clears throat> thing up that like a five minutes or at this time I'm going to be live doing songs. So I jumped on there, and, and it, it it was a few people on there, all, you know seven, eight. I think the highest it got to was maybe like twelve or thirteen. I know that's not setting the world on fire, guys, but it was <clears throat> why it was so cool was you know I was just going to play that one song and probably just be like, "All right," but uh, you know, I played another one afterwards because I wanted to, and then I was like, does anybody want me to play more and stuff? So I had people in there that were, you know, telling me, yeah, pl- keep playing, keep playing, and it just, that kept up for a while. I ended up playing like 50 minutes, I think, um, which is about, you know, a little bit more than I would play if, if it was a regular John Wayne is Dead set, you know, Chris and I playing together, our sets are usually like a tight 35-40 because we play everything so fast, but <clears throat> that really was cool man that that gave me a good uh nice feeling afterwards like uh hey all right that it really felt like um not it's not exactly like playing live, like live in front of people in a stage but it, it did have a whole some of that feeling because I was interacting with people while I was doing it and it was very very cool so uh, a couple of people have asked if I'm gonna do it again and uh yes I am As especially if people want to see me play some fucking acoustic songs you know once a week or once a month or some once every two weeks I don't know it doesn't matter I'm gonna jump on and do it because it was very very fun also on the music front though uh you know I told you with uh, the John When is is Dead, the band, Chris and I, uh, Chris Jett shouts out, Happy Father's Day, uh, nerd. Um, we've been using this app, Jam Kazam, this beta program, if you will, that allows you to practice online with each other, you know, uh, without the lag or latency that, you know, accompanies uh, every kind of, you know, video software, anything you're chatting with people or, you know, the Zoom meetings or Skype, you know, there's, that that delay but this takes it away but you have to be hardwired in anyway there was this part of the program that we you know we weren't i guess we didn't understand how to use correctly it was a recording function so we had recorded some stuff in the past and we couldn't act like get access to it or when we did it didn't play or whatever so chris the genius that he is after we practiced this week he goes and like clicks this one little button at the bottom that's like kind of like what's this boom there's all of the fucking wave files are saved from the things that we had tried to record in the past and you know you you download them and they open up in audacity which is the program i use to record this this podcast and they match up like if you open chris's track and my track they they line up they're two separate tracks they line up already but i can shift them or whatever and um the it sound it sounded awesome because the drums are you know they're not mic they're it's an he's playing a Roland electronic kit that's wired straight into you know uh, an inbox that's going that's going into the computer um so at, that sounded cool so there's not any like room noise for you know from miking a drum kit or you know that kind of open kind of uh it takes away the sharpness of the hits sometimes you know all that's gone and i'm sitting here pretty much right in front of a condenser mic singing and playing acoustics so it turned out fucking badass um so we get then we practiced yesterday uh and did we recorded a bunch several of our songs not a bunch but at least like six seven maybe to and i'm gonna <clears throat> put them in audacity and clean them up a little bit because uh, those are great for demos and new songs we mostly did all, all of our new songs kind of like we needed to demo them and uh, I am going to uh, also, we're going to do some video editing with it uh, coming up. And I'm going to put some of these tracks and make them available on my Patreon uh, coming up too. So, you know, all you Patreon people out there you are going to get some sneak peek uh, recording, demo recordings of some new John Wayne is Dead songs. And if that tickles your fancy, you could join the Patreon and, and that, you know, that'll be in the normal feed. See, I, I drop all kinds of stuff in there to try to you know, keep things going for people. You know, you guys over there, I've been doing these videos of me playing cover songs that I've been trying to do once a week. I didn't get a request, uh, last week. So I did my own Johnny Cash cocaine blues, but if you want to request anybody's song that I could put on the Patreon. I will do it. Let me know. Uh, anyway, enough of that. So there was some, those are the aspects of my week that lifted me up, helped me to, uh, you know, kind of come out, of, come out of the shadows. I also talked to, I uh, had a good uh, long conversation with my buddy, uh, Michael Allen Rose, of course, shouts out. He's in Chicago. Uh, check, check out Michael Allen Rose. He just, uh, you know, speaking of Patreon, he just updated his Patreon and got, he's got some cool things going on over there and he's got some free zines, giveaways that he's doing and, uh, he does excellent work and I love him to death. So check Michael Allen Rose out as well, please. Um, yeah. And then, um, also, in the recording of the Awesome Dude for Life podcast, like I said, when I'm I'm talking to people on Skype, how it's I get more out of the conversation. I had an excellent conversation this week with uh, doing an episode that'll be out in a few weeks with uh, my good friend Charles Austin Muir, who is a uh, Bizarro and horror author. And man, we had a really great great talk. I felt, and uh, you know, I love that guy. We we both started like we we were both at BizarroCon the same year together it was our first year there and we didn't, you know, both of us went in not knowing anybody so that we kind of bonded over that. And, you know, we've been, you know, friends, stayed in touch. Uh, He's a great guy. So I'm, I, that was a conversation. These, see these are the little things when I tell people like, you know, count you know, no matter how down you feel, try to turn it around. You got to try to look at those small good things, no matter how insignificant and, and shine some light on those because you never know until you, start getting in that mindset of like, oh yeah, you know what? That is good. You know what? That is better than this shitty ass, this going on, or you know what? That's way better than that. You know, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing too bad. So I, I don't know. I encourage that easier said than done. Of course I know, but <clears throat> you know, that's, uh, that's what I'm, that's what I have to do now, especially now. So, um, we'll get through there. We'll, we'll get, we'll get through this. We'll get there. I, um, also this week, uh, updated like the dates that are still on the books officially that have not been moved or cancelled so if you go to uh, the johnwayneisdead.com site and uh, the shows page it is updated now It's everything on there should be happening so that was also kind of uplifting to actually do that because I've been avoiding that guys I know I've been saying on the the, I've been saying on the podcast for weeks like check out the site I'm I'm waiting for the dates to settle before I update them and it was just kind of one of those things where I didn't even want to look at it I I didn't I was so excited when I put all those dates in to begin with and looked how far down it went and how how you know much all the stuff I was going to do I didn't really even want to look at it and and have to start just delete 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 and get bummed out, but it didn't bum me out. It was the, it was the opposite. You know, I went in and I, I saw I still had some stuff that was good going on. So we'll we will uh, we will see. So you can check those dates out if you'd like. Also, uh, you know, keep your eyes on the on the skies, kids. There's uh, something else a brewing, a little secret project uh, that will be announced quite soon. I hate to do these vague book things or whatever vague thing, but uh, just uh, you know something something to keep under your hat something to look forward to or something to look out for a little special announcement from uh coming from myself and one mr christopher triana uh so that'll be uh out announced very soon as to what we are doing but enough of that talk let's get to our card reading of today tarot reading As you know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before every episode uh, where I write down my thoughts for this week, what has been going on in my mind, and then just look at those thoughts again through the prism of the cards, kind of get a fresh perspective or understanding or just, just to think about something different. And I also, if you're into tarot, I do this, like I mentioned before. Every day on my Instagram story, I do a card of the day reading, and then it goes to my YouTube channel, so if you want to catch up or whatever, check those out. But yeah, you can follow me at John Wayne is Dead. Um, so, first card we got, interestingly enough, I talked about it earlier. Uh, it was our card of the Day on Friday, and it is the Moon. We're going to blow up the moon. Uh, I did that joke on there. I don't think anybody got it, but uh, Mr. Show had there's an old Mr. Show sketch where they said they were going to blow up the moon, and uh, it, was, it was very funny. Mm. Ooh, topo chico i just spilled it it's okay so so the moon is uh a card of so so basically what we need to be careful about the moon card is telling us we may be projecting fear into our present time right now and our future but we're basing that fear on past experiences we're expecting (coughs) to be afraid because we remember, we're remembering some past fear, and we're, you know, kind of associating and even conflating the two. Um, but uh, you know, and also, it's it's you may be like, well, I'm not afraid of anything. So, but you have to also, again, this is where it comes in with being in tune with your, you know, intuition and subconscious, because these could be subconscious. You could be under the influence of like subconscious fear that you're not even fully consciously aware of, or it might be conscious. Um, but what we need to do is connect. Y- you want to connect with those, you know, wherever they meet, if it's all subconscious, if it's somewhere in the middle, if you're mildly aware of it, we need to work on, you know, connecting with ourselves and connecting with that fear and releasing it, uh, releasing the hold that it has over you. Why are we afraid of this? What What is it, you know, really that we're afraid of? Does it really mean this? You know, I think, Uh, you know letting go of fear is one of the best things you can do it's very hard i'm not saying it's easy but you know when you can do it and really release fears it's it's pretty damn cool uh so so yes oh okay so this is also could be a period of uncertainty uh for you nothing nothing's as it seems right now um but what we need to do uh for that i'm sorry i can't even read my own writing guys um okay so if if nothing is as it seems you know there's like a lot of illusion in our life right now um w- w- again we need to see beyond that like see what's beyond these illusions what's what's beyond this thing that's right in front of me presenting is it uh you know, is it good? Is it too good to be true? You know, that's, again, we have to get with our intuition to be able to see beyond something, you know, uh, beyond the carrot dangled, uh, in, in front of our faces. Is this, you know, is it worth it? Uh, is it real? You know, um, I don't know. This also said, know there may be mental roadblocks that are also, you know, making you prone to illusion right now. Uh, that kind of go up as uh, maybe like you're safeguarding yourself from fear by that way or making excuses for yourself and rationalizing, like that kind of thing. Um, so if those, those also, we need to look at those mental roadblocks. If we're putting them up, what are they connected to? Um, and, and use our best judgment and and discernment when, when, when interpreting these messages from our subconscious and, and intuition, as far as what we should do. Um, so that's yeah that's all I want to say about the moon and uh yeah so that's you know let's it's just we got to be careful about fear uh projecting like I said projecting it into the into your present day because of something that happened in the past that's hard to let go of especially if it's like ingrained or you know you're but if you're already in the future like thinking like things are going to be bad because of this fear that you have you know you you don't want to live like that you don't you don't deserve to nobody does so it, you know it's important that we do this work on ourselves to to make it make it through, i guess you know um next card I got the four of swords so this is a c this is a card of uh this goes nicely after the moon so if the moon is telling us that these we have these illusions we have uh you know things aren't as they seem we need to kind of get get rid of this fear, the four of swords is telling us okay. Time to rest. Time to pull back from what we're doing before we hit the next challenge, which, the you know, releasing fear, all that kind of stuff, can fall right in with that rest. You know, we need to—because this card is also—it's about recharging yourself. It's about rejuvenating those—your your creative spirit, your your mental, your your physical body. And all of those things, while you're doing that, you know, wrap that in with releasing fear, you know, seeing past illusion— um, but, but it is important that we rest, you know, even if you're not having any fear or whatever, you don't think it's important to rest before we get to the next thing. You know, maybe you've, you've hit a goal recently, you've hit a milestone, uh, and, and you're a productive person, you're driven, you're excited to keep going. And that's great. But if you don't relax your mind and body, uh, you can't, move forward with with as much effectiveness as maybe you did in the past or a, as much as you want to and that can be frustrating and cause all kinds of other uh you know bad thought cycles and stuff like that um <clears throat> now and also if you're if you're going through a tough time uh you know you don't have to have hit a milestone it's it's time maybe to step back and get some new perspe- perspective perspective um, spend some time with your loved ones. Uh, don't make any big decisions right now, and, and just step back from these tough times and and try to meditate on those and get a new perspective on them. That could fall in with the fear and stuff we were talking about. But now is the time to build your mental strength. We got to clear away things that are cluttering up our mind, uh, like these mental roadblocks and uh you know work on creating a a mindset of peace and calm and tranquility especially if we you know are coming out of some hard time um and i and i know like all right this it, this card also says you know time to spend a little bit of time in solitude right now to to really be able to connect to these these things and to truly rest your body and and mind I know we've, a lot of us have been in solitude for so long. We don't want to hear that, but maybe it's a a, solitude in a different kind of way. Um, is is the only way that I can say it might go like just, uh, I don't know, maybe you're, you know, with your friends or family, whoever you're locked away with and you do a solitude, like one hour, I'm going to sit in this room by myself. You see something like that. I don't know, but I, I know everyone's, Probably a little gun shy about uh sol- like solitude again in quarantine, um and don't forget to evaluate uh and review your progress in these these breaks that you've had, uh you know reassess your priorities, see you know talk about or not talk about like look at what worked well, look at what didn't work, uh where can you apply that th- what you've learned from that in the fu- like in your future path that you see coming up. You know, and I, I talk about this in the card of the day a lot where it isn't always important to, to you know, even if you're working your ass off and you're go, 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 it's important to stop and pull, pull back and look because you want to make sure that what you're doing is still the best way to do it, if that makes sense. You know, uh, things are always in flux. Things are always changing. So you need to be able to see that, hey, maybe when you started this, the map, how you have this mapped out was perfect, but now X, Y, and Z have occurred, and you have to, you know, adapt and go left when you were going to go right and, and work, work around those kind of things. Um, okay, and the last card we got was the Seven of Cups reversed. Um, so this comes, this is a great card to have after this one, too. This comes when you're, you're, you're faced with a, uh, several choices right now. Um. And the important thing to know is when looking at these changes, or or looking, are choosing these, looking at these choices. I'm sorry. uh, You need to make sure instead of relying on what uh, appeals to others, what others think you're going to do, what society dictates you should choose. You know what your best friend is in your ear saying you should choose. Now you may agree with all of them, one of them, or none of them. But the important thing is that you do. You need to make the choice that's right for you. You know, not even if it's not what people expect of you. If it's what you want, we need to rely on on our own. You know, w- inner wisdom to guide us to, through these choices. Um, and, and if you're having a hard time with it, you know, sit down, make a list, come up with criteria. You know, the that are aligned with the life you want to create for yourself, where you want to go, and and start checking off boxes. You know, does this meet the criteria? Is this choice going to really further me where I want to go? Those are the things we need to be thinking about when making choices. Um, reflect on the long term, that's what I just said. Uh, be careful that some of these things, some of these choices that are, you know, maybe coming to you right now uh, are maybe seem a little too good to be true. Um, the, the, the word illusion comes up again in this because uh, you're prone to illusion right now. You know, these are shiny, cool, like, it looks cool. it Looks like a great choice to you, you know. Um, but beware of, like, chasing a pipe dream. You know, if if you're going for the shiny, you know, object that seems like it's going to really be cool, and the, the, oh, man, I can't pass this, it's going to be so cool – uh you know and maybe it is cool maybe it's super fucking cool but when you do make those choices what you run the risk of also is uh losing focus your focus gets very either divided or completely distracted pulled in a different way and all of a sudden yeah you're, you're this is this is really cool what you're doing or what you got or whatever it is but it it, it is doing nothing to move you towards your goal towards what you're actually working for so then you have to go back and you know and, and start from someplace else or whatever you have to do to kind of get back online. Not saying that you can't, but you're just gonna make it a little bit harder on yourself. So so beware of shiny object syndrome and and just kind of really think like is this really gonna help me out and you know or can I afford to you know take my focus away from my true goal to spend on this for a little bit? I don't know. These are the things that you know only we can. Really make if we're truly honest with ourselves when we're trying to make these decisions um, so and and again, like if you're you're hung up on this kind of thing, it's keeping you from moving forward, reduce some of those options, just start you know there's gotta be two or three right off the top that you're like, nope, no, nope, just I'm going to remove those all together. And again, then, uh, you know, come up with a criteria list, things with your, your personal values, the life you want to create for yourself, you know, all those kind of things and, and make that choice. So, um, so, yeah, so I think that, that all those cards went really well together today. I got something good out of that. I hope you did as well. And uh, like I said, if you want more tarot stuff, check out my Instagram story, at John Dead every morning, card of the day, reading. All right. So I mentioned before my Patreon talk, and uh, how I do the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast on there. And as I've been doing the last few weeks, I've been taking um, an excerpt from the episode that also comes out today when, you, when you're hearing this uh, and putting some of it in here so you guys can get to know uh, some of my guests as well. If you're not a part of the Patreon, and uh, hopefully you can go check them out and see see what they're doing and, and maybe get turned on to their stuff. Or, uh, you know, if you want to hear the rest of the episode, the rest of the conversation, you jump over to Patreon, and Annie uh, or gets you access to it and all of them. So this week, um, you know, another fun episode. I, uh, I talked to uh, my friends Erica and Zach of Atomic Cotton which if you don't know what that is go piss up a rope. No, they uh they're uh one of the I don't know, most recognizable I think, most uh uh fun, most well-known, best, one of the best uh makers of horror t-shirts um at at conventions and, and everywhere really. Like Erica does a lot of the artwork, they get commissions from other uh artists as well. They they talk about all this. The designs are badass a lot of bright colors against dark things and it's uh their stuff is cool i t- like i told them the first convention i ever went to i i recognized atomic cotton right off the bat um and now we're friends and now we're friends so uh you know so i'm gonna let's give a listen to uh part of my talk here with zach and erica of atomic cotton and check it out so i feel like every like every con i've been to of course you guys were there like you can't miss yeah. your 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 booth like the bright green colors and it was like i you were also like one of the the vendors i like had a reputation i knew before i went in there i was like oh i know these guys you know just from the internet and seeing the shirts and you know stuff people sharing around and uh, instagram and all that so i was like all right you know and uh i was just starting dipping my toe in the con circuit and uh you know try to prove myself to all the big guys out there and uh and yeah, we just started, I think Erica, you came up to my booth. Maybe we met in Charlotte. Yeah. That um, right? Um, that's L- Louisville, right? Louisville,
1: maybe. I don't I
0: know. But Louisville, we were that- across. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Well, I definitely came up to the booth because you're a cute boy. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> what <are you> <laughs> but uh, I'm, a, I'm a book person. Like whenever I see somebody has a book, I'm going to stop and see what it's about. So... And then you were like, I have this weird porno one. And then I have this one with, you know, like a bus that does all sorts of crazy shit. And So I was into it. And then we just got to talking and now we're friends. Yeah. I I know. (laughs) I thought I know the
0: Kentucky one, we were across from each other.
2: Yeah. And uh, I'm so bad. That's where I remember you. That's meeting you.
1: That's when Zach finally met you. But I like a show or two before
0: yeah, Erica, you and I hadn't met before, just kind of like, hey, oh, and then I put it all together because i I rolled up into that con by myself, like nobody yeah. was with me. And uh, like I setting up and Zach you're over there like just casually chatting with Bill Mosley and I'm just setting <laughs> up my books and I'm like oh, yeah, uh, uh, I'm cool. I'm just uh chilling here, you know. And uh and I like to talk to everyone around me. So after a while I went up and introduced myself to you and said like what's up man you know I being me, me and my stupid friend Nick have your shirts and the stickers that you sent all that shit. That's and
2: uh what you said. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and uh oh and because um also I had to tell you the story about have the uh the um, police Academy for sure that you guys have because uh Nick, my, my buddy that travels with me, every, everyone listens knows Nick P. I think I told you this story too. We are driving to one of the cons. We drive all the time uh overnight everywhere we go. Right. So through the night. So we're driving, I think we're like in Arkansas, like 3am, like a two way high two lane highway, fucking dark as shit in the woods. And, he's driving and the police Academy theme just starts like playing like on the playlist. Next, like, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there, you know, it's like, well, this is Nick and, and we listen and it, it, it you know, it's done. It decays it's silence. Next song. Wait, no. And I was just like, okay, this is funny. Um, And then that ends and it starts again. And I, and I was like, Nick, and he's like, yeah, what's up, man. It's like you realize this is what psychopaths do, right? We're driving in the <laughs> middle of the night listening to the police academy theme over and over again. Um but yeah, so I have that shirt as well. That Nick like bought that for me to commemorate that uh that time. <laughs> That's awesome. But but uh I I mean I'm uh, I'm here to talk to you guys. I, oh, man, the you are, your commitment to the bit also is awesome. Uh we'll talk about that after this, but um <laughs> okay. <laughs> about your tattoo, your little uh oh, right, 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 right.
2: Right, right, right. yeah,
0: that that's the best thing ever. But like, okay, so <laughs> what's going on? So how's it been for you guys at home? Because you I mean, every day, I'm sure it's the same. Every day I wake up, something's cancelled or moved, or
2: Dude. every yeah. day.
0: Every day. So, um and you, you guys know. are more heavy than me, and I'm I'm going heavy, you know, supposed to be going heavy this year. So yeah, yeah so what's it been like?
2: Well, it, it was literally just like everybody else, but especially for our industry, it was overnight. Like, you know, we print a lot of the merch for the shows that we do, and yeah. we, you know, as well as having a booth at the show, and, and we then, print for a lot of our friends, a lot of the other vendors, the and other stuff. vendors, yeah, and we also have a, a local clientele, you know, that we do custom stuff for. It was overnight; everything stopped. Yeah, so we're just like, oh fuck. <laughs> what the hell are we gonna do what the
1: fuck do we do with our lives now
2: and we got real fortunate the first week another shop in town uh that is not home-based we we are mm. um we have like a it's probably this building's probably basically 3, square feet. our shop
1: is just us so like we didn't have to worry about social distancing and like not being able to work because our work is at our home so these shops that had to close because their crews are so big you know, they still had some work. So we got the overflow for a minute. We were like, yeah, it's going to be all right.
2: It stopped after about a week. and Yeah. And a half. Cause then they were
1: like, well, <laughs> we can send in a couple of our guys and and they can do the work and we don't have to outsource it. Um, but we've been lucky enough that we've been pretty busy with the website actually picked up a whole lot, like trying to find ways to market ourselves and, there's all these little Facebook groups that are like make believe Facebook con, you know, and
0: yeah, I was good. That was another thing I was going to ask you about. So yeah, before, there's on. a
1: ton of people that are like out there wanting to promote our lifestyle and like what we do. And we haven't done it yet. I, I, I've, I've, I try, but I'm not the best at it. But we did just get every shirt that we have on the website. So like every shirt that we have in-house that's for sale and things that have been out of stock for like a super long time. They're yeah. all up on the website, yeah, so
0: that's good, no there have been like so these virtual cons or virtual markets, like you brought right. it up. And I wanted to ask you guys about that because I have participated in one, like and you know, I was like, eh, I don't know guys, I don't know how this uh. First of all, like I thrive in this live environment anyway. Like that's my I
1: I need the people. I need
0: yeah, I I gotta be out with my people. Yeah. But like, so I was on this one and it it was like very here's the thing. I really want this to work. I want I want somebody to to show me and be like, no, John Wayne, this is how it works, you know. And then I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, well, why didn't they do it like this? But I just don't see that in my head how that exactly happens. The one I was on, um, was a local collective here that, you know, I'm I'm always on their markets. Uh, it's called Thorn and Moon Magical Market. It's like a goth farmer's market is the best fucking market. Like, I slay at that place. It's just awesome. They have it once a month. And uh, I was on, like, to the last one they had before they had to fucking stop all this. I was supposed to be on the one in May, but they wanted to do this virtual one, which I'm like, okay, cool, we'll get on that. But the thing was, it's like a, a Facebook event is... you know the the thing the market or whatever and you like as like me john wayne being a vendor you get one post like you know as the just comment discussion and that's like your booth right Right. so it would be like a picture of like my books or like you guys would be like y'all's logo or whatever and then from there in the comments of your post you post individually like the links to your you know individual products right and you have to like send people to the page to get to the thing, like, and it's like it's that's cool. But people like I, I feel that at home, you, you know, you, you don't have a captive audience. You, you, you can do whatever right. the fuck you want at home. If you walk into the horror convention and you pay twenty five bucks or whatever, you're gonna walk around. You know, you're getting something. You're there. You know, it's it's, it's easier to be like. I'm um, at this thing. What do I, I got to scroll down? Like, wow, is there are 50 fucking things. Uh, you know what? Never mind. Or you you like go to like the second one. You're like, oh, that's cool. And then you don't scroll past. It, it, it's it's way different than walking into a space and being able to look around and see yeah. like, OK, I'm going to go there and I'm going to go there. So I don't I don't know. I haven't seen it work. And I tried I tried really hard. I made a video for it, like trying to capture that live feel. I don't know if y'all saw it. I posted it a couple of weeks ago where it's just like a bunch of weird cuts of me going like, and here's this book and here's this book. <laughs> um, I, that was what I tried to do. Cause I, I wanted to bring that live feel, but it seemed like all I got was sweet video, dude, really funny. And like, yeah. I'm going to share it. It got a million shares and all this and like no business. It didn't translate into anything, which I know social media, how it translates into sales is always kind of iffy and it's like a balancing act. Um, but that's that's the one I was a part of. So I was asked to do a, like another virtual con that was canceled. uh That wanted to do it virtual if I wanted to vend, and I was like, Nah, I'm now nah, I'm good. So no, I'm cool.
2: <laughs> what because I've, I was just like, I don't
0: know. Sorry. Go yeah.
2: What I've seen work, um, and and one of the few things that has uh, for us and for our friends is uh all of us like promoting each other. Um it seems like our fan bases dig like what we're into, like as people, mm-hmm. and uh, so they'll check out whatever we fucking send them to, yeah. And you know, vice versa. But like just today, she bought a, uh, a shirt a, from Craig. And I got
1: a Paul Bear Press shirt, and he got a. He I got, got a, a Cryptic Closet from shirt. Vinny.
0: Austin, but it's like- shouts out Paul Bear Press, Austin, Texas. Shouts
1: out <laughs> Craig. Yeah. So, um, we, I try and promote one of my f- friends every day or more. Like I'm really, really, really about promoting my friends. I'm really and, mad at
0: Facebook. Yeah. It's, um It could be in a fucking lifestyle sometime. Like
1: it, it is. And it's weird. And I think I'm fairly good at it. Um, like I've been trying to do more live stuff and just, be more interactive because the thing is like you have to interact with people and like
0: and you got to be consistent you know so that's a thing too i don't know that's why i do the facebook the the instagram stories is my kind of like thing that i'm always just putting weird shit me smoking weed and all kinds of stuff reading tarot cards yeah that seems to work for me and then you're right about promoting each other and like everyone promoting I, i see like I see that all the time across all of our friends, like uh, other, like con family people, like, you know, 13X Studios, be promoting, you know, the Hansia girls, and then they're promoting some Danny DeVito dick in a bag or something that they got. And then, you know, everyone's just tagging each other. And uh, and it's very cool, because then you're right. You see people like that maybe have been to a convention and they know you are on your, your site, and they see like, oh, oh, I remember those people from the convention too, you know? And it, that just keeps... Right that kind of thing going that
2: kind of thing seems to be working for people um but man yeah how how do you navigate this shit when you know you rely on the live things that's where we're at
0: all right cool always fun with those guys um if i did not mentioned it before do you, uh, also um while you're following atomic cotton uh erica of of atomic cotton erica kaufman is her name uh on her Facebook. She does a very cool thing where, you know, she sends out packages uh, to people, just random friends and stuff that are stickers and you know, cool things. She sent one one to me, which I I you know posted opening, um, and uh, she does live openings of these on her on her page uh, on her Facebook. So check her it out; it's very cool. You get to see what people are sending her, and it's a lot of fun. So, um, all right. So n- enough with uh, that. Without further ado, I think we should move on to our story portion of the uh of the episode this uh this is a story about meeting uh meeting one of my heroes that was actually a positive thing um i told uh oh, excuse me i told a story uh where i met uh the bass player from mxpx my carrera i believe is his name and how it wasn't that great but that's an old episode you can go back and listen to it but i you know i'm not bitter i was 17 and stupid, but. This was awesome. This is also jumping in the Wayback Machine for this This one. Uh, you know, I'm just going to... Let's just call this one... Yes. Dave is here, man. So, this, I believe, took place in... It's gotta be around ninety eight, maybe nineteen ninety nine, uh, but I was uh, I was at college. I was going to Sam Houston State University. Eat them up, cats, meow. And I lived with a couple of my buddies, um, still good buddies today, uh, Jeremy and Adam, uh, or maybe not their names. I don't know. Their last names will not be included in this. But anyway, we we uh, we lived together in um, an awesome townhouse. Uh, I mean, it wasn't awesome in the sense that it was badass it was just awesome because we had a townhouse in an the apartment complex uh at in a college town and um we had a lot of fun together but one of the things that we all three bonded over uh you know was music uh which a lot of a lot of people do um you know we liked our, our own we had our own tastes in music of course that were separate and different but we all you know we like you know we had things that we met on like a lot of rock and roll metal um back then I was a new metalhead I loved corn and shit uh but uh I went to a bunch of concerts with uh you know these guys more so with with Jeremy and uh we we we've been to a bunch but uh Adam had also come along to uh you know a good deal of those as well and one band that we got into back then was a band called Monster Magnet which haven't really been, I mean, they haven't. I think their last album came out in 2017 or 18. Uh, but you know, by no means are they mainstream popular today. Back then, they had a brief stint of uh, they put out an al- album called Power Trip and had this brief stint of uh, you know, very popular. They had a lot of videos on uh, MTV at the time and, uh, they were getting a lot of press, and, you know, there were several cool singles off of that album, It's everything hit for them right there, but they're kind of like this rockin', they're like a rock and roll band, but almost, like, they, you listen to the older stuff, it's kind of stonery, kind of maybe got some, not doom, but maybe a little bit of some stoner rock, uh, in there for sure, uh, but these, but then they kind of get more of this rockin', like, uh, thing with less of those elements i guess uh but nonetheless uh we loved monster magnet like we were super into we were like oh my god these guys are fucking badass that song uh you know space lord was out and uh you know we we were we were all in for monster magnet for sure and um so when they came we saw they were coming to town or to houston we we got to get fucking tickets to this we got to get tickets and we did get tickets and they but it was weird because we thought like in our minds these guys were fucking a big ass band but they they were playing at uh a club here in houston called numbers which numbers is a great club it's you know it's known for its goth night and kind of being that club in houston but um, it's not super huge as far as venue goes, it's, it's a smaller club show, really, so I was kind of like, man, I bet it's, it's gonna be packed in there, shit, so, uh, we went down, um, to the show when it, when it, when it was happening, and, you know, um, decent, decent crowd there, not, not packed, though, you know, still pretty comfortable space inside and, uh, and out. Now, the opener for this this show was um kid rock so i you know i don't whatever you want to to think about kid rock um you know i like some of those songs that when that out when that album came out that same year as the monster magnet one the bull god and stuff it was fun but i didn't really follow much after that or anything like that but he happened to be opening this show and he had the band his band was called Twisted Brown Trucker. And uh, that was the band that was also, you know, they're all shown in the video that, that they had, the Bull God video. And they're there. And it was just a kind of exciting. I mean, you know, this is, you know, what am I? I'm, I'm 20, 19 years old, 20 years old people. So I was super excited to just be seeing the people I was watching on the video, like are hanging out by their bus, which we're right in line next to, you know. And um, so we got in there, we get going. You know, Kid Rock played, and I gotta say, like, they kicked fucking ass. Like, they really rocked. And he also plays every single... He does this thing where he gets on every instrument, where he kind of, like, t- steps in. You know, even the drums, like, she keeps playing drums, and then he jumps in and sits down. They don't ever break the song at all, but he ends up taking everyone's instrument at some point and playing it, which I thought was really cool. I like that. And that was, like, kind of like a, hey, look, I can do all this shit, too. So I, I dig that. So then... Monster Magnet comes out, and we, uh, of course, losing our minds. They play killer set. Uh, the The lead singer, songwriter, leader of the band is this guy named Dave Windorf. Long hair, you know, beard. Looks like he's a rocker from the seventies type dude, you know. And just they ripped it up. He even set, he did this thing where he sets his guitar on fire and swings it over his head and shit. This was back before Great White burned that club down. So you could have fire inside. Now, fuck no, you better not have any pyrotechnics in a club. You're like out of your mind. But he did this. It was so awesome. We, we you know, shows over. We kind of pile out. Everyone's walking, dispersing, you know, in the back the the back of the club is really on the side of it kind of the way you have to walk down the sidewalk to this place so the buses are back there and dave we uh dave windorf is in like this kind of winnebago type bus and we see him go up the thing and we see him through the window and he you know he looks out and he he, well not like he was like looking for us but he just happened to like he was talking to somebody in there, and he looked out and as we were looking at him and we were like dave what's up dude dave dave and he was like you know, like, hey, guys, hey, what's up? We're like, Dave, come here. And he's like, all right. So he comes out of the bus or the Winnebago thing. And he's like, what's up, guys? What's going on? we're like, oh, Dave, oh, it's so good to meet you, man. We love the record. Great show. Uh, you know, we basically say all the stupid shit you say to the people you like when you don't know any better. When you're like, you know, it really means a lot to me. You know, all that kind of stuff that they hear all the time. but uh, But completely without... Eloquence at all, just like diary of the mouth, like la, 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 love song. But we got this um, picture. We we're like, man, can you take a picture with us? Like, yeah. Now this is not selfie days. This is not iPhone. Everyone's got this. Was uh, Jeremy had a camera, camera with like film in it and shit. That we got uh, someone to take our picture, and we're all like, you know, Dave's in the middle, giving the fucking, you know, he's got fist power, fist up, and giving the horns, and we're all giving horns, and like. Ah! rocking out and shit um it's awesome the The picture still exists i need to get it uh, a copy of it at least so i can maybe post it uh with this show or just after the show but um damn it was awesome to meet dave i mean we left that place high on the hog now after that they did catch a lot more they they were on the way up so they got put on a lot like higher profile tours so for a while they were uh touring with Marilyn Manson and we were read you know reading uh we read magazines back then like I got Guitar World I believe that we had every month we had Guitar World, World Rolling Stone and Spin coming to our apartment uh for whatever reason. So we read a lot and we you know we always watched MTV or whatever and we were looking at the, their stuff on the internet and uh there was a you know they had to cut the the tour short i believe there's all these problems if you've if you've been a fan of marilyn manson for a while or, or or not or just followed him you'll know he's like pretty famous for you know there being issues at tours i mean i've been to a show where he quits halfway through a lot of people have like he's very temperamental and whatever uh that's his prerogative i guess but you know there was like there you know they just kind of allude to like oh yeah and, and then he wasn't feeling good so he canceled this and that so i think monster magnet actually that tour ended early and they got they jumped on the uh tour with rob zombie who we also loved and we're uh at the time like doing. we were going to all of his texas dates and in dallas monster magnet was on that show and we uh we went out in the parking lot we we didn't Expect to, to to have a double feature of Dave again. But we left the show. We're walking out back to the parking lot. And we just happened to run the fuck into him. He's out in the parking lot. Probably buying drugs, actually. When I think about it, uh, back then. But we're like, dude, oh man, you probably don't remember us, but we met you, you know. And he's like, you know, oh yeah, I think I remember you. Got no, he does not fucking remember us. But you know, whatever. He was nice to say that. And uh, now we have some, you know, we have more to talk about now because we're like, yeah, dude, oh hey man, we read that Marilyn Manson tour, we got all crazy, and you know, Dave's like, ah oh, yeah man, that guy, he's cool. But when he gets on, um, you know, to uh, you know, he goes a little nuts and like, we're like, yeah, cocaine, yeah, Marilyn Manson it was uh you know we were just goofy stupid you know stupid kids but having a ball and um and and that's you know i uh i don't know that's something that is always i always will remember that it's endeared me to that band for life i i haven't even super followed a lot of their more recent albums because i just i don't know whatever but you know i always have a special place for monster magnet for dave windorf in my heart for sure um, I was actually, like, the the reason this came to mind was because, uh, the last couple weeks, I believe, uh, somebody posted, Chris McCormick, shouts out again, posted something about Monster Magnet on his story of a song he liked, and I was like, oh, man, all those memories came rushing back. I picked up my guitar and played Space Lord I remembered how to play that, I was like, Jesus Christ, I gotta listen to this record, and listening to that record, like I talked about last week, with music, uh, lifting me up, man, that one's just a rip rocking like, fuck yeah there's a song called power trip on there the chorus is i'm not gonna work another day in my life the gods told me to relax they said i'm gonna get fixed up right and i just now that's just that thinking about that just fills me with uh rock and roll glee and power uh powerfulness and i feel uh you know takes me to a special time of feeling awesome and just rocking so you know it it it, while i have uh preached on the past about you know i i don't meet your heroes and now i'm not trying to go meet people at these conventions unless it's organic i've talked about this already but uh every once in a while you know you can have a pretty good experience with someone like that and you you always always remember it and it did have a effect on me for sure um and uh yeah so uh space lord mother mother father day There we go. The great Dave Windorf, uh, one of my heroes. So, um, thank you guys for joining me for another episode this week. I very much appreciate it. Uh, please check me out at johnwayneisdead.com for all of your John Wayne needs. Like I said, the show page is updated. All the dates are on there that are in effect right now. Uh, also, while you're there, visit the the shop page where all of my books are in stock right now. Um, and the new metal bookmarks, some new stickers, T-shirts, John Wynn is Dead records. And all of that, when you order from that, comes from me, and I'll sign it and send you a bunch of extra stuff. But all of my books are also on Amazon and Kindle. So if you'd like to pick them up that way uh, and just listening to this podcast, I is all I more than I could ever ask. So thank you for all of the support I get from all you guys out there. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at John Wayne is dead or my uh little old name John Wayne Communale, on the on the facebook and um damn, I think that's it all right, well, happy Father's day to you fathers out there and uh you know uh rock on Dave. <laughs>